Welcome to Potter Familias, coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama. I'm Todd Sylvester. And I'm Stefan Sylvester. Do you still make lists for gifts that you want? Oh, no. Not for Christmas? No. Or do you, like, drop hints? Do you, like, hey, honey, gifts are not really my thing. So you put I, things in the, the shopping cart on Amazon. Oh, actually, or? I do make wish lists on Amazon. Ha-ha! Yeah. Wish list! But I don't share them with anyone. It's not like and I Why keep... do you make it? For it's me. for you? Yeah. Oh, this is like things that you want eventually? Yeah. And I'm just reminding myself by keeping everything in a list, like, eh, I might be interested in buying this one day. Okay. Do you ever? Sometimes, yeah. So what is the one thing that you want for Christmas this year? Then? Well, I jokingly asked my wife for a subwoofer. <laughs> hoping that she would be like magically like, yes, of course, would, I will get one of those. Wait, and would you like, want her to... What is happening? Would you want her to actually purchase that? You'd have to ex- explain exactly what you wanted. Oh, no, 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 no. What I mean is like, hey, give me permission to spend our money on this. Oh. <laughs> Not okay, like that... I want her to get me But a that's subwoofer. different than, than saying... I guess it's really not too much different because, all right, MC, yeah. your sister, for those of you listening, she was trying to find out from mom what I wanted for Christmas. And she's probably going to ask all of you to pool together because, <laughs> what, what, are you laughing because you already did? No. All right, all right, I was just trying to out. No, I just know MC and that sounds right. Because the one thing that I... You know, there was a year back when you guys got me in the weighted blanket, and then yes. I think you got me a tool one time. That was kind of cool. Recips off, if I remember correctly. But oh, we did get that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pretty awesome. Huh. But this time, I lost one of my AirPods, and I don't like the design of the AirPods. My ears are not are weird okay. because they fall out, and even when I put them in, and then I put you know, ear protection things over them when I'm mowing grass or something like that. Whenever I take it off, I don't notice that it falls out. So I wanted the ones that have the hook. I wonder if you ran over it with the mower. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But it's a goner. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I looked for like an hour and you have to make it, make the tone and, you know, find your ear pod and all this yeah. kind of junk. The technology. It really doesn't I was, work. I was walking around like, a, I, I must've looked crazy. Like a crazy man, because I'm walking around, getting down on all fours, trying to listen to the little ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding. Didn't happen. Anyway, so I was hoping to get some really nice over-the-year sport AirPods. Cool. So Well, we'll I'll probably be watching for, because around this time every year, MC is like, okay, guys, what are we getting for mom and dad? And she's really good about that. Yeah. No. I, was, I was hoping to get a subwoofer. <laughs> Okay, leave me alone. I would actually use it all the time. Push up the main thing. Oh, my gosh. The things I have to deal with on this podcast, everyone. <laughs> Maybe Woo! I get a subwoofer. It's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be helpful for feeding my family. Years ago, I went to see a horrible film okay. with my dad, your grandfather, PJ. Yeah. We went to see Seven. Why? And I don't know. Like, oh, my god! I gosh. think he had seen the commercial <gasps> for it. That and horrible. Oh, it is horrible. <sighs> and I still have nightmares over it. I can't believe 
Incredible and, filmmaking, but yeah, I can't believe that yeah. I I lasted the whole time, and then afterwards he even said that was horrible, and I'm like, why? This was your idea, but to go to the movies with my dad at that time was the only thing that we really did together. Yeah, so I, I really would have gone to see Open Heart Surgery on the on the big screen <laughs> just because I was with my dad. I don't blame you. It's just I I still like. Okay. I have never I seen the whole. Gives film, me shivers, but, but the whole point around it is it talks about the seven deadly sins, and and it's a terrible movie, and I don't recommend it to anyone. But one of the sins struck me because it's pride, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, wait a minute, if that's a deadly sin, there are times when we are supposed to say you should be proud, or I'm proud of you, son. It's like, wait a minute, that same root word is pride always bad? Is my question. Obviously, no. Okay, well then explain. Like, like when is it bad? When is it good? Because it's weird that... Okay, so if you're just talking about pride, generally speaking, like the common modern definition of pride... Which is what? Which would be uh, generally feeling good about your identity. Is that what it is? Well, Webster has it as a consciousness of one's own dignity ah okay Which so i not necessarily not necessarily importance but dignity yeah okay so i think if you think of pride in that way then of course it's not always bad but it sounds to me like the type of thing where you can it's like having too much of a good thing or too little of a good thing right then unless you strike that perfect balance of so not thinking so highly of yourself that you think that your dignity is better than other people's dignity, Mm -hmm. but also not thinking so lowly of yourself that you don't think that you deserve the value of other people. Well, this goes back to the whole aspect of etymology because I I was geeking out over this because the consciousness of one's own dignity, when that's defining pride, Mm -hmm. I would say you could also define that as humility. Yeah. Authentic humility, because dignity is the innate, recognizing innate self-worth. Mm-hmm. So uh, humility just means knowing who you are. So pride is recognizing that the two, which are supposed to be fighting, you know, they're antonyms, and yet they mean the exact same thing. Well, hang on. So are we defining pride here as what you just said, just just the consciousness alone? Or are we saying that pride is an excess of knowing your dignity and worth? Well, to have, let's say you you build a piece of furniture. Okay. And then you look back on it and go, yeah, nice. Is, is that overt? No. But you have pride. In the work of your hands. That's not the same thing. But okay, yeah. So you're looking at this thing that you made, and what are you thinking specifically? Nice piece of furniture. You're not thinking anything about yourself then? Um, I'm grateful that I had the skill set. Or are you thinking, like, man, I did a great job. I'm awesome. (laughs) Because that in my head is what pride is, is like thinking that you're awesome in ways that you aren't necessarily. But now now it comes down to degree, though. Okay, well, no, 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 it doesn't because yes, which, no, because because initially you, the things that you just said were completely different from what I said. I don't it's think a, they were completely different. No, they're not completely different. I think they're the same, just a lesser degree. Because well, I am, I am thinking I'm grateful that I was able to make that. But you didn't say that, or you didn't say it's about my skill as a furniture maker or whatever you made. 
it was more about the fact that you're happy that that thing exists, not that you're thinking about the process of how it became or how it came to exist rather and your part in that and how awesome you are because of it. Because you have to break this stuff down. Like if you want to talk about pride, that's fine and we can just define it and say, okay, cool, there's a definition. Boom, interpret that how you want. But I think what we're talking about here is which parts of this thing that we can pretty easily define actually are bad. Yeah, and which when, when does it good. get to the point of badness? So I think that all the things that you said initially, all you could argue that you're talking about pride, but I still think you have to be a little more specific than you were being. And then you have to go a step further with consciousness of your own dignity to say that you are holding yourself above others. I think that's how we have to define pride in the bad sense. Okay, so then when at at what point do we say that it's bad? Because when they when they call it a deadly sin, that's pretty serious. Okay, so I think I th- and you tell me if I'm wrong about any of this, but I think this is the the process of how we get there. So just thinking that you're better than other people in any way isn't bad, right? Because you can say, "All right, I am better at making furniture than this guy who doesn't know how to do this at all. Right. Right? But So you're not saying I'm better than him full stop. You're just saying I'm better at doing this particular thing than he is. And you might not word it that way out loud, yeah. but if they asked and they were like, hey, do you think I could make a chair that's that good? Then what would, I mean, if your honest answer would be no. <laughs> and the right. reason the reason is but because you know how to do something that they don't know how to because do. Because you recognize that. Like yeah. like years ago And you don't I, have to be a jerk about it. But that's I think that's really where it it, it can go so quickly. No, no, no. South. There's something else here. So that is about a skill, right? So that's just an aspect of who you are because pride has to do with identity, right? How you think of yourself, right? So consciousness of your own dignity, right? Right. So the things that you can do are part of your dignity. It's part of who you are. But then you have to go a level deeper because this is all introspective, right? When you're talking about pride, this all has to do with the way that you think of who you are. Mm-hmm. And if you think of who you are just in terms of what you can do, it's like, yeah, you can make comparisons. And saying that you're better at something than someone else is not the same thing as thinking that you are better than them full stop. Right. So then the next level deeper would be you think that you have more value than they do. Okay, wow. Yeah, then that does escalate quickly. Because yeah. I remember this little catchphrase when I was in special chorus. Don't laugh. It was real. We had the traveling chorus. <laughs> and you had to try out. And you had to try out annually. Oh. You weren't guaranteed a spot because they, they only had so many spots Ow. because you had to fit in the mini bus to be able to travel around. You'd be great, you, punk. You had a mini bus for in, in special school. chorus? Yes. Yes. It was the same mini bus, I guess, that the soccer team used or something like that. That's, I don't know. That's awesome. Anyway, the, the point was the teacher was always like, you, you can't make fun of the people that are not good enough that don't make the cut for for special chorus. And a couple of the people kind of like rolled their eyes like, yes, we can because mm-hmm. we're in special chorus and they're not. Yeah. And then he said something that was for me kind of profound and you may make fun of it. But, I'm, I but he said, my best not he to said, you do not it. make fun. Um, um, you, you, you only make fun if you can do better. And if you can do better, you know better not to. Ooh. I haven't heard that before. You only make fun if you can do better. And if, and if you, you can, can do, do better, better, you know better not to. Interesting. 
But that's not always the case. Cause no, it's not. An obvi- it's obviously not always the case because we see people who, if we're talking about skills again, being better at someone than something. Than- yeah, like you're, you're an awesome singer. And you're a great guitar player. Thank you. Thank you. And there's a lot of people that aspire to... So when you go out to eat and there's live music, you have to judge it. Yeah. And I try not to say anything about it, but I often do um, to my wife. <laughs> I, we, so Afton and I, this is probably something that we need to work on, but we are the worst like... Oh my gosh! Listen to that guy sing. Do you hear that? Oh my gosh! You know, which is such a waste we're, of time. We're the because worst. Because we all we all hear them. We're the worst, and we all know that that person is never going to aspire and to anything above what they're doing. It's extremely uncharitable, but uh, we do sometimes do that. And because, and it's only some. It, the only reason why we feel justified at all is because I'm a singer, and because I go out and play. We're just like, oh, well, you only make fun if you can do better. And the rest of it. You can do better. You know better not to. Something, something, something. (laughs) I will pound you. So, um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I think that we're still just talking about skills, right? Or things that you can do. We're not talking about the worth of of yourself as a person. Yeah, because then then it it gets Well, Okay, so then, then you think about this, right? So there was this big debate that was happening recently where... There were a bunch of, I forget if they were health experts, and we're recording this in late November, early December. So for context, but the news, 2020. Uh, this was a couple weeks ago. There were a bunch of people on Twitter, because I've been using Twitter a lot now, because it's a lot healthier than Facebook. Okay. Uh, there were a bunch of scientists or, or doctors from the, the Nordic countries, so from Sweden, Norway, and they were coming out and saying, how proud they were that their countries are eradicating Down syndrome. Well, they're eradicating it by killing these kids. Yes. And people were obviously like, okay, well, that's not what that means, right? You're not eradicating Down syndrome. You're just eliminating everyone who has it before they're born, right? Well, well then let's, because let's pick any... In some of those places... The any test, special need. The, right. So, but We're but eradicating blind people. The reason why I'm bringing it up... Let's kill them all. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because of how absurd that sounds. And the reason why it sounds absurd, if you're the type of person who believes that all human beings are created equal and that everybody has the same value and worth in the eyes of God, but also just by common sense, then that sounds crazy. And so you have to think about worth and dignity as as if it applies equally to everyone. So I think pride would be where you're thinking about dignity and worth in those terms and still elevating yourself above so for example a person who thinks that they are justified that they're actually helping by trying to eliminate those with mental disabilities that make it so they can't live a normal life whatever that means right can't take care of themselves right and they think that they're helping by advocating the right of mothers to test to see if their child is going to have one of these disabilities and then abort them if the test comes back positive. It's like fascism. It's that's horrible. That's literally what it is. Yeah. But but here's the thing. It's something that if you think that there are some people that are worth more than others, then it's justified. Mm. And that's the problem with pride, right? Is thinking that some people are more valuable than others because then you're a utilitarian. 
And so I think all people who are actually prideful in this bad way that we're talking about are actually utilitarians. They're looking at the value of someone by their usefulness instead of by their absolute dignity as a person. Yeah. Which is a really messed up way to think about it. Man. And and then when does that end? It doesn't. Like it it literally because you can continue to uh you can continue to make smaller and smaller comparisons between someone's utility until you're left with well alone. Yeah, eventually no one. Because what you're doing if you have if you have the sin of pride, if you are a prideful person in this particular way where you think that your value and your worth is above somebody else's, then you can justify your way to being above everyone. That gives me shivers. Mm-hmm. It should, because it's this is this is the reason why we've talked about Dr. Jordan Peterson briefly yeah. on this podcast yeah. before, which I want to point out something kind of funny, and I don't want to be insensitive here, but he, he's got a new book coming out in March, and I went and pre-ordered it because I really like Dr. Peterson. I, I like reading his books. I think that all the criticism of him is kind of silly, other than he gets angry sometimes, mm-hmm. and he uh, is not the best at connecting his ideas perfectly all the time. But I think if that's your criticism, it's like, okay, fair enough. But going further and saying that he is like the king of the alt-right or that he's a racist Nazi person, it's like, huh? people say this about him. And this, this is what happens. So, I read his 12 rules. I there know. was nothing in there concerning I know. That. I know. And it's, it's ridiculous. So he's got another book coming out. And when the publisher of his next book announced that it was coming out and they were going to start shipping it, there were a bunch of employees who, and I'm quoting, or I'm uh, paraphrasing, but I'm I'm relaying the exact same information that was actually released to the public. It said there were a bunch of employees of this publisher that got together and implored one of the heads of the publishing company to please not release his book. And it said many of the employees were crying and saying that they felt unsafe. What? Uns- what do you mean by unsafe? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't even get that. So again, I apologize if I'm being insensitive, but I thought that that was kind of funny. And I don't I didn't think it was funny because I laugh at people's tears. I just thought it was funny because I'm like, wait a minute. Is it is it that big of a deal, right? To I mean, release a book? I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, there are actual real Nazis, like neo-Nazis who release books. Are we crying because of them or are they not popular enough? They're probably not popular enough. That's probably I mean, what that's it a is. Big, yeah, that's a big so problem. anyway, um, that was my that was my hot take of the podcast. The reason why I'm bringing up Dr. Peterson is because he makes the point that if you go full utilitarian, and if you if that's your philosophy that's driving your ideas, then the end result is the same thing that happened in the Soviet Union. Mm. It's the exact same thing. A lot of people are. It's the same thing. All the people that died in Ukraine because of the mass farming that they did. If that's your philosophy and that's the thing that is driving your decision making, and you have the power that some of those people did in the Soviet Union, then that's the end result. And that's why he freaks out so much when people have these ideas that he knows he's like, okay, I'm looking ahead and I see the logical end of where this is going, and that's a problem. And so he gets really animated about it. But if you're talking about pride in this way, I think that's exactly the same as some of these ideas that lead to what you would call fascism. Well, right, because all ideas, you and I both know in philosophy, is all ideas are trains, mm-hmm. and they're on tracks, and they go somewhere. Yep. And when you look at where the end 
is it's either something beautiful or it's frightening. Yeah. I mean, there's there's really there's not, not really an, an in between, between yeah. right? Because here with we're I, talking with about ideas with ideas that matter. Yes, and we're here we're talking about consciousness of one's own dignity. I think where pride is bad is when we think our dignity is over or above someone else's. We don't realize that every single person has the exact same value. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think that, well, then uh, we need to talk. But it's easy not to think that <laughs> yeah. because our culture doesn't support that. Mm-hmm. We have people that we celebrate. We call them celebrities and we lift them up. We put people on pedestals. We go, that person is really beautiful. That person's really strong. That person's really fast. That person's really smart. That person's really talented. We have all of these people up here and then we have those of us that are, I don't know, in the middle. The working class, whatever, whatever, whatever we are, means. right, whatever yeah. that means. And then below that, we have some of these individuals where we go, well, we need to kill them while they're in utero because they're really, or, they're really useless. Or a better example would be like, oh, yeah, you know, we need to have some government programs that help us take care of those people in society because they really aren't of any other use to anybody. But, and, you know, but see, some of these mindsets, though, they sneak in like you and I can catch it. And other people that are trained this way, like I got really frustrated one time when there was this quote unquote pro-life commercial that was on and it, it infuriated me. Mom was like, Todd, calm down. What was the commercial? I blew up. It was a radio commercial and they were talking about, you know, you listen to this beating heart and, and the person, you know, they had the little talk in the, in the background where you could tell the person was distressed. It was an unplanned pregnancy. And they're like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do this because I, I there's no way out. And it, you, you hear the heartbeat end. And then at the end, it's like, well, they, they just killed the next Mozart. And you hear it kind of like this piano oh, wow. music going, dun, 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 yeah. dun, and then it ends. That's- and I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's not the message. Are you kidding me? Right. And I freaked out. And, yeah. and mom was and like, geez, what's I, wrong? I get it. I know where you're going, but you need to tell them where you're going. Well, where I'm going is it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if the person was the next Mozart. It doesn't matter if the person was born without fingers and can't play the piano. That It, it only matters that it's a person. Right. And ah! and either. And there's, there's this whole debate in the pro-life movement about when personhood begins, but leaving that aside for a moment, because I know a lot of people get hung up on that. Leaving that aside for a moment, if we're just talking about human life, generally speaking, we need to treat all of it with the same dignity. And that's the reason why the major criticism that I hear about the pro-life movement is that people are pro-birth, but they're not pro-life. And that's a legitimate criticism for a lot of people that say they're pro-life, some close friends of mine included. And I say that with all humility because I, I'm aware that I don't I don't follow a lot of my own beliefs and opinions through to their logical conclusion either. But this is a really serious thing because it's such a controversial issue still. And if you're going to be pro-life, you need to be pro-all life. All of it has the same value, right? which means that you should also be against euthanasia. You should also be against, for the most part, because it's hard to find ways where this is truly justified, the death penalty. Mm-hmm. You should be against that. Uh, In the should... U.S., there, there's no justification. Oh, yeah, there's I'm gonna, I'm gonna absolutely say. not. And if if you're pro-life, then you should also be for um, finding ways to either 
help the government or your community take care of people that cannot take care of themselves, which is why Catholics, I mean, it's hard for us to put ourselves into a political party because we we don't really fit in either one. It's like we're we're supposed to be anti-war unless it's a just war, which right. when was the last just war, you know? And do people even know that that's a thing, that there is this official church teaching about how you can tell if a war is just? Right. And you really can. You can apply it, but there's not a lot of specific wars that are happening that are like that. So in the modern world, it's like we're supposed to be, if you're pro-life, you're also supposed to be anti-war. Yeah. So all this stuff comes together, and it's like you, you have to understand that when you have an opinion about something, and I know, we're, I know we started talking about deadly sins, and that's how we got here, but if we're going to talk about universal principles, you have to understand that these things have a logical conclusion. Yeah. And if you don't understand that, you have no business having what you think is a vocal public opinion about this stuff. And that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult for me as a philosopher, or at least, okay, I have my bachelor's, but a student for, of philosophy. A student of philosophy, because I don't want to say a philosopher. I don't, that's, that's not a good label. Yeah, it's not like we were writing. I recant what I said a second right. ago about being a philosopher. I'm a student of philosophy. It's difficult for me to hear people say, uh, this is a great thing that they're doing in the Nordic countries without realizing that that leads to this sort of utilitarian understanding of the world. It, yeah. leads, it leads to death. Because once they end Down syndrome, what's next? What's the next thing that has less value than people that are normal? Right. And that's a really bad slippery slope. Yeah. And people say slippery slope on the internet all the time. They have no idea what they mean. So is pride always bad? No. And I I think it's funny the the difficulty with it the inverse can be so wonderful. Mm -hmm. Because authentic pride, that consciousness of one's own dignity, when you apply that then to everyone that you encounter. Mm. You know, every person that we encounter is eternal. Right. That should awe us. It should. We're supposed to see Christ in everybody, right? But even if it's not, I mean, just to see his creative hand. Yeah. I, I'm not looking for the quote-unquote light of Christ in everyone, because I'm sure there's plenty of people that I encounter that aren't baptized, that are not in that line of grace per se, Yeah, but I see his creative hand. I mean, every single person that you encounter is a miracle. Yeah. They're a miracle. And the world would be better if we could see that or if it was easier to see it. But I think that that's actually part of being human, right? Is that it's not easy. Yeah. It's not, I mean, this stuff isn't rocket science if you know where to look, but it's very difficult to live that out in practice. And a lot of it does come down to that practice. You know, going back to talking about building furniture, I, I can do some minor stuff. But I had a dear friend of mine, and you remember him because he was MC's godfather, who's now yep. deceased. But he could really make some stuff. Mm -hmm. Like he was a master craftsman. Yeah. And he would come and see some of the shelves and stuff that I would make. And, and he was like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, he was, <laughs> he was being as nice as possible because, you know, you only make fun if you can do better. And if you can do better, you know better not to. Right. And so he wouldn't make fun. In fact, he would kind of point out, like, hey, maybe next time you could do this, you could do this. And but it he took was so sweet. But it took practice. Mm -hmm. 
it took practice and and you got to be committed to that. I mean, yeah. we we have to practice understanding and recognizing the dignity of others and yourself. Right. I mean, you're supposed to do both. Yeah, it's don't not, don't beat yourself not, down. It's not an either or, it's a both and. Yeah. And if you authentically understand who you are, then that should give you pause just as much as seeing the dignity and value and worth of somebody else, which is beautiful. Yeah. Cuz everyone that we encounter, I mean, one time I was I was hiking and we came over this hill and we hit I and it was before cell phones and I didn't have a camera on me but it was the most beautiful wild flower field I'd ever personally encountered. It really looked like a movie set. Like yeah. you were just waiting for the horses to start you know, galloping <laughs> through because it was just gorgeous. It was a beautiful day, clear blue sky, you know, just maybe some slight wispy clouds up there, but the wild flowers, what I couldn't understand about it was why they were so varied. There were so many different styles, colors, shapes, everything that it it took my breath away. I mean, I I paused. Everyone else was kind of walking on because I think they were engrossing conversation. Like, Todd, what's wrong? I'm like, look at these flowers. Look at this. Like, this is incredible. And then one of the girls that was with us started rolling down the hill because he's like, wild flowers. It's like, you don't know what lives in there. Yeah, right. yeah, but it, she was fine. But the point is... <laughs> It was recognizing the beauty. Yeah. And those are just wildflowers. Mm -hmm. They're not eternal human beings created in the image and likeness of God. Yeah. Like that should take our breath away. Mm -hmm. Everyone, the bank teller, the person at the register at Walmart. Everybody. Everyone. Every person that you encounter is eternal and they can never be repeated. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot to think about. Yeah. I wish I could bring all this stuff to the forefront of my mind more easily. Yeah. But I mean, that's what we're trying to do, right? We are. We are. You're awesome. Thank you. So are you. Thanks so much for listening to Potter Familius. We sincerely appreciate y'all. Please do all the things. Like, share, subscribe. Become a patron if you feel like it. That'd be awesome. We'll see you guys next time.